Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode of Riding Through the Ages. I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. We're going to continue our revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider with The Bus Guide Saw It, Anna's Truth. It's episode four of season one of Rewa. Aired September 22nd, 2019. It was written by Yuya Takahashi and directed by Shojiro Nakazawa. These titles are long and you would think it may reveal things, but they don't. It's just like random stuff that never pops up in the episode. No, I mean, it pops up. The last one was about the sushi chef. Right, but I mean, like the, it's not like word for word or anything. Yeah, it's not uh, spoilery. Right. It makes you think, and it kind of makes you sometimes want to wonder... Something what completely are, different. Where do they come from, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So this is the... Uh, I mean, obviously, it's the most modern feeling, because it's the most modern. Right. But it's got the... We have three writers in three episodes. Yeah, it was pretty quick. I don't think we're going to do one in this one. I feel new form. New form, most likely. Yeah. Uh, probably Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan will probably get a second form. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we could do a new writer. Yeah. But because we, cause we still have, because the intro showed we had five. Yeah, there's two more to come. But the two are the bad guy. Most so likely. So it would be less. It would be less uh, revealing a writer, more be revealing the truth of a uh, of the the villain. Uh huh. Yeah. So I'd be more okay with that. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. But probably just forms. Yeah. Like some people think that form bloat happens, but it can be done properly. In X Eight, I think there was a new form every episode Whoa. for like almost twenty episodes. Wow. And it didn't feel, and you were just like, it's just part of the episode. Yeah. And you're just cool with it because the story was so good and it was going along. Right, right. I mean, that was a video game thing, so it like it felt with the theme of it. It was all video game thing. But like but that's the thing with Zero One also is that it is animal themed, going mm -hmm. back to the original, because the first one of uh the first one was more animal themed. Yeah. Monsters and, and the and Kuga is animal themed. Yes. And so is this one. Yeah, yeah. So far. So far, we've had animals be the main uh, forms. So I want to see if there's a trend. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there hasn't been a trend with Zero One's forms. No. Okay, they had grasshopper and then shark. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's I just mean, whatever's so necessary. You can't combine them. Uh. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that the other two won't have. Yeah, especially because there seems more. Um, well, the two of them, it's wolf and, and cheetah. Yeah, wolf and cheetah. Yeah, so they're similar in that dog, cat, both are... They're land prey animals. Yeah, exactly. And they're from the same... Well, seemingly from the same organization, so manufactured by the same... They're like different people, models of the same Hypothetically, yeah. yeah. So I could see them only having, like, land animals. Yeah. And Zero One have all the other ones. Because he can make birds. whatever one he wants whenever he wants to. He's got fish and insects. He should probably have some birds in there. Mm -hmm. Um non 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 attack animals you can see them having like mole or weird things deer yeah yeah um but yeah it's just all i'm just all guessing yeah i mean i mean birds there's a big eating. there's a big wide gamut of them a million yeah no vultures where we, we need vultures or i don't know hawk <laughs> so th th there's one thing we haven't seen a proper fight yet between uh zero one and vulcan which I feel like is going to have to happen. Yeah. I mean, 
It, well, and then there's also the fact that Valkyrie knows that he's zero one, mm-hmm. but she's got a mysterious benefactor or right. boss. Yeah, so we know that at least she's going to fight at least one of them. Yeah, we we don't know which side she's falling on between zero one and Vulcan. Yeah, she's she's like playing against the both. both and with them both at the same time. Yeah, definitely playing both ends. I mean, the middle or it something. would be cool if she came up pretty much had a third side that we're not thinking of. Uh huh. That she has an ideology that's different than both of theirs, but mm-hmm. separate from them. Right. Because that would be a unique idea. Definitely. But, well, we're going to go watch episode four. Yeah, find out what the heck this is about. <laughs> yeah. We could just guess forever, or we could go watch it and find out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll be back. And we're back. So much. I yeah, I don't even know what to say. Like I'm just sitting here going, how do we how do you open up this episode? How do you crack oh, we'll, this we'll egg? Be, we'll be honest, we had to watch this episode we watched this episode twice so much went went on in this episode. Yeah. Uh like okay, everything that we thought was gonna happen across like four or five episodes is like boom, one episode. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah. And it it, it only felt rushed because we were taking notes. Yeah. Well, I mean that was a problem. I like it. I'm writing notes so fast that I can't even read my own handwriting. So we uh, took notes the first time, and then we were, we said we had to watch it again. We watched it the second time. And without taking as many notes, the pacing did not feel rushed at all. No. It was definitely the taking notes, because you, you can't write fast enough before the, like, the scene changes to something that you need to pay attention to. It, I, really, I really hope we don't have to do this all the time. I mean, I don't, wouldn't mind. But it takes a lot more time. <laughs> yeah, it's like double, double the. Basically, it's, it's we watch not really five double the time. We just double the amount of episodes. We were not doubling the amount of episodes we record. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, if anything, it just keeps us on track too, because we know where we're going. Well, I would say that, but we've just spent like three minutes. Yeah, just talking about how we need to start talking. Okay, about it this. starts off <laughs> with a bus, mm-hmm. and this is the way. So this is two episodes in a row. That this is the way that we get Otto into situations mm-hmm. is that he is a very hands-on boss. Right. He's there. He's trying to uh, get a new line of human gears into various different places. The last one was a sushi. This time it is what seems to be a real obvious choice that you would want to have a bus, uh, uh, a robot on, but that is a tour guide. Yeah. A tour guide. This is something that just, you know, spouts out information. Yeah. Why have human error in this case? Um, this is also making me think that Anna, who is the uh, Anna, yeah, is the tour guide, Huma Gear. I think she's like a range, like a line. I think that's what he's trying to do here. Because remember the last one, the sushi guy, he got blowed up, and then they got no one who looked exactly the same. Right. So I think what what is what was his name? Trying to remember the sushi humagear's name. Oh yeah. Um. Nigiro. Okay. Yeah. And I think that uh, just like all the sushi humagear are nigiros. Now. I think that's what they were. Hmm. I think that's like the line. Okay. Because the way they were talking about it is, we need to get Anna. This is like her trial run, and you're trying to get Anna, and it's making it seem like you're trying to get Anna's. Plural, yeah. Into all the buses. That could be. That would see. That just makes it so impersonal. That's like so counter to what he was about just an episode before, which is kind of why his character dropped for me. 
It's just but, like. So that means, well, that was different for the, um, it, it kind of does, but it almost doesn't change the, the previous one for me because it means that um, the Nagiro can become the same as the other one. Can become, yeah. He has the potential to, to do it, mm-hmm. which is what the, su- uh, the sushi chef saw. Right. He saw that the human gears had the potential. Right. So it's sad that he, he left, but there's still, not, there's still hope for this new one. Right. So I don't I mean, and he's lost a bunch of apprentices. Was another, that was just another one. <laughs> um, so Anna is the tour guide and the tour bus. <laughs> so it turns out that artist is just tagging along with some, like, high school kid bus field trip. Yeah, just <laughs> hanging out on a, bu- on a field trip. Like, the kids looked high school. I'm thinking freshmen. Probably, yeah, like, early you know, high school. You know, like, mid-teens. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they're on a <laughs> – he's just tagging along on their field trip. Because <laughs> it's Who's actually just- a – a class. They're in uniforms. Right. Teacher, who's this weird person? <laughs> Ignore him. He's rich. <laughs> He's really rich. He can do whatever he wants. But um, the, uh, I don't know exactly what the um, entire tour is about, but the part we get to see is uh, Daybreak. Yeah, they're touring Daybreak, like the outskirts of Daybreak. Right, like they're passing by, and she's giving the information about... Uh, She's giving us a huge info oh, yeah. up here. Like what happened 12 years ago, everything that we wanted to know. Yeah, that um, uh, 12 years ago, Daybreak City was a Humagear city. Yeah, all Humagears. It was all Humagear, and not just Eden. Well, I mean, there was humans there, but it was ran by Humagears. Yeah. Like everything. It was it was like the uh, template for the future of a, a future city where Humagears ran everything, and humans just lived their lives. Lived their lives there and maybe supervised. And. What was interesting is that it was Heden, but a bunch of other companies, too. And they showed all these logos, and you don't put that much effort into logos unless you're yeah. going to use a couple of those. So I'm right. thinking some, some of those companies are going to come some up. Inter- com- intercompany turmoil. I don't even know. Uh, yeah. There so was there, at least six or seven. It was, I think it might have been like ten or something. Like yeah, that. there was a bunch. Yeah, there was a bunch of these logos. And um, I think that, yeah, we're going to come find out that they're also doing human gear stuff and things like that yeah it may be different models or makes and yeah. stuff but uh and it also showed a satellite that's where the satellite the satellite that that controls all the human gears that he's getting his gear from mm-hmm. and they launched it from there yeah in yeah. like a mech shape right it was definitely a mech shape <laughs> <laughs> and uh this was all 12 years ago mm. and then the reactor overloaded and the city blew up and it sank Yes, and at this point, while she's giving this information dump, um, you see a couple of kids start to raz. Well, there's also Heden, uh, uh, Heden, not Heden. Uh, well, yeah, his name's Heden. Uh, Aruto has a flashback about what Fuwa said. Right, like yeah, it's showing because Fuwa was in he- uh, Daybreak City. Yeah, how they went crazy and, and he got out. So he knows that there's more to what this uh, guy knows as far as what's official. Yeah. Because, the, you know, it's not just reactor overload. Yeah. Uh, obviously, gears went crazy. But uh, so there's these kids making fun of this other kid, kind of bullying him. And I, I want to I say bullying because he's not getting beat up or anything, but they're constantly making fun of him. They're verbally abusing. Correct, yeah. So they're basically like, yeah, his dad's responsible for this thing blowing up. And then as they're talking, um, we have Hood, which I think, what was his name, Gene? Jin, maybe? Yeah, Jin, maybe Jean? it was Jin. Um. Yeah, so we have this. Uh, we have Hood Jin walking up to the bus that they just got off of, and he's like tapping on the the window uh, next to the bus driver, 
And so you know something's up because he's waving a, one of the, I don't want to call them an actual rider key or anything, but the the bad guy version yeah. of that. And then it goes back and, uh, yeah, they're just giving the rundown about how his father was the cause of the reactor blowing up. And he was the chief of the the plant, and the official story is that maintenance was done poorly, which caused the reactor to blow up. Right, and then almost as soon as they finish that sentence about things exploding, the, the whole bus, bus blows, blows up. up. And did we mention that all this took place 12 years ago? Oh, everything that they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. all, the, all yeah. The, the whole daybreak happened 12 years ago. Yeah, so it's not been that far off in people's memory. Like, this yeah. kid's still young, so. Um, it's, wow, it's, uh, it's closer than 9-11 uh-huh. to us now. Yeah, it's true. It's <laughs> 2008, to, assuming it was in 2000, or 2020 Two, that, oh, no, 2019, so it would be 2007 in there if they go by the same year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. 9-11 happened in 2001. Yeah, it's closer. But uh, but they also have future tech for building things. As right, so we can assume it's like way, way in the future. Um, And yeah, so the explosion happens, and the bus driver comes out. Now, we've said this a little bit, and we don't want to like, pick on people too much. Um, the uh, The tour guide is... Not the most beautiful of women, but I mean, she's a pretty woman, but she's not what I think she's just not pretty compared to like the other female characters. Yeah, in the show. Like, maybe, maybe that's it, but yeah, I don't know. There's something weird about her face that I feel like it, it meets Japanese beauty standards, but it's like I really think it has to do with the hat and the headgear don't help it her, could be. don't it flatter her at all. The combination of everything just not um, working out, but this bus driver, <laughs> no, <laughs> speaking out, and we're segueing to this guy, and he has the biggest unkempt mutton chops. I don't even know what to call them. And this is a, a robot that's chosen. Yeah, they just decided this guy is going to have big, bushy chops that... Are they like, you know what? We need a bus driver, and we need someone who looks like a bus driver. Yeah, it's like, he's got to fit the role. And oh my god, does he fit the role. It's just like, it would be as if, well, we need a robot to sit and behind the counter of a comic book store. Yeah. So we're just going to design a fat beer yeah. guy. He's going to have bad skin, and we don't care who knows. Just because we want authenticity. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to make people feel like they're in a comic store. Yeah. I'm like, the other, guy, the other, the other humor gears have just been normal people, and, and you think, oh, yeah, we just designed normal people because it's fine. Yeah. There is a very interesting idea. Do you know about the Uncanny Valley? Um, about robots looking too human. Robots, CGI, things like that. That happens sometimes, like if you've seen the movie Beowulf. Yeah. And, or uh, Final they, Fantasy, The Spirits Within. Where they actually look like actors and whatnot. Well, that's the thing is they have to make them look like actors. Right. Because actors, because peop, normal people have imperfection faces. Mm-hmm. And the Uncanny Valley is when something looks too human but isn't human. Right. It's like this is too symmetrical. It's too uh So the idea is is that if you do have androids that look like people, the only way to make them so that, that they don't freak people out is that they have to actually be based on real people. Or else it's gonna look like some weird It's gonna look too unperfect, it's gonna look like a mannequin, not gonna look right. Right. And so that might be the case here, that these are all actually based off of real people. Yeah, somebody comes in and does the model or whatever. Yeah. Like, they, they get the best bus driver in the world to come in and yeah, uh, model it his after him. <laughs> and so, if that's the case, I can 
for, forgive all these things. I mean, right. the actual the truth is they're all actors, right? It's just, that's <laughs> the truth. But I feel but, like they would need to uh, draw in people with experience in order to base their programs on anyway. Yeah. So they, it makes sense that they would have a model of some kind. And so that's why they look like the way they do. Because I'm mm-hmm. sure we're I'm sure we're gonna see some human gears with less than perfect teeth and things like oh, that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and some so, like jank teeth. So I figure. That that's how they do it to offset the uncanny valley. They're based. They're real people, or they used to be. I mean, they could be modeled after people from decades ago or anything like yeah, that. But yeah. they're real people. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, he he goes all extengrize, which is the opposite of progrise, and he turns into the bat. Yeah, he turns into a bat bot. Like we get the bat. We get the bat for this series. Uh, we've had um, we've had a bat in the original Kamen Rider. We had a bat in Kuga. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of have a bat in double because the camera's a bat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually the camera's a bat and his watch, watch is, is a spider. spider. So we need something that's a scorpion. Uh, is right. It, is a snake. Oh, the snake is the third one. Yeah. Those are the three big ones. Okay. Okay. So we need a snake. Yeah. I thought cobra. Was, oh, cobra. Yeah. Is the, the three well-known ones. Really. Okay. Shows what the hell I know. Uh, but, uh, um. But we have had Bat and Spider, which are the two biggest ones. Right. So that could be all there is just because they're yeah. one and two. Um, so we have uh, Bat and Spider in – now we have a Bat in this one. Right. So anyways, he, he blows up the bus. He transforms and uh, – uh, Opening credits. Yeah. Opening credits. He says in. exterminate. Exterminate. Yeah, like you'd expect. And then opening credits, um, which are – it's a really good song. It is. It's it's the most anime intro. Uh, I, I want to say this is the most anime sounding intro like what yeah. you'd expect an anime to have these days it is the most modern one definitely yeah and you're used to listening to a lot of modern anime intros right um i mean even uh wx is you know it's definitely the 10 years ago yeah i mean yeah. And, and don't get me wrong it's just it's just you know typical j i mean but it uh kuga the opening of Kuga, that's an anime intro from the 2000s. Right, definitely. That's the song. That's a yeah. song from the 2000s. That's what you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and uh, uh, the original Kamen Rider, that sounds like a song you'd hear in a 70s anime. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, so I mean, so it, it follows the theme. But this yeah. one's, it's definitely the, obviously close to I wanted to point, I feel like I'll probably point out something about the intro every episode, but in this one, I really liked the uh, sequence where he was, where they were surrounded yeah. by the mook human gears yeah and he transforms and then they all you see in the intro you see zero one valkyrie and vulcan work as a team yeah all three of them like jumping off each other and and utilizing their abilities to the fullest which which is really sweet it is it really is i don't even know if it's ever going to happen in the show but we get something similar to that later on but yeah it's 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 just a cool sequence right it is it really is and then oh yeah there was something else it was weird it's kind of weird kind of foreshadowy kind of shows what was already happening so at the beginning, at the end of the sh- the intro, they show the three pairs. Mm-hmm. It's Arata and Izu, uh, Fuwa and Yua, Fuwa and Yua, and um, Hood and uh, Rap. Yeah, Hood and yeah, because right. just I mean I can remember Jin and the other guy. Yeah. Um, and then it shows them all transform into their common rider forms because Jin and the other guy have common rider forms. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Arata transforms, Izu turns into the uh, the the green sparkle thing that's like her going into yeah she like cyberspace zoops, like sips up to the satellite which it could be just symbolic of the fact that she's in the 
the ether and she's the one who's right. backing up and stuff like that and making him all these i kind of cool. want her to be a writer but it would be cool yeah it would definitely be cool i mean we have one strong female writer which is way more than most series have so i'm yeah. cool with that so then it comes back and they're they're running through the woods away from this uh bat thing and arto is about to transform but he's, he's the, but he it's the whole secret identity time. thing right so he's like kind of hesitant so he pulls out his belt and like almost as soon as he pulls his belt out there comes a shot out of nowhere. Yeah. He just like hides the belt behind his Ooh, back. Out of every <laughs> comes in with his SWAT uniform, and which I think is the coolest uniform that he's got because uh, I, I much prefer it to his suit. Yeah, um, it's his it's his work uniform it versus his meeting uniform. Um, but him and and uh, you would just basically jump out of the bushes because they always know where an attack is, and they're like t- I don't know how they're traveling there so fast because you can only well expect- we don't know how long it's been going on in between. Right, they're on some. I mean, they're a distance away. Yeah. So there's no telling how long they were running away for. Sure, sure. I mean, that's true. I, I just, for it, with how quick it is, it's like I imagine a, a Warhammer 40K uh, drop zone from space. Just <laughs> yeah. like, and then they open the pod and just step out. They're using fast travel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like there's no enemies nearby. So, shoop. yeah. Um, and this is a pretty good team up fight between. Uh, uh, with Fua and Yuya as yeah. Falcon and, and Valkyrie. Yeah, it, what I liked well, is that they really sped up the transformation on this one to get right to them, uh, basically on both sides of him, one going melee, one going attack, and then they'd sw- switch to one attacking, one going melee. It also shows the differences, because they're using the same uh, henshin device, right. the gun, but they use it differently. Yeah, like, okay, you see him forcing it open as always, and you see her just, like, flourish this, like, it, yeah. With ease, flipping but he it around also and... shoots it in his hand. He has it in his hand and he shoots it. Yeah, she leaves it in the belt and shoots it from the belt. Right, and so it, the bullet whips around from behind her, goes out, and then comes in. Mm-hmm. And he punches the bullet, <laughs> and and hers just comes and goes on to her. Yeah, which shows the difference of how they per- perform and stuff like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, they they double team, and it's cool because they have the same. They have similar. Uh, weapons and fi- uh, but different fighting styles. I also love that it's a rampaging monster, and before that, she tells him that what she, what he's in violation of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta read him the rights. <laughs> You're in violation of the AI actions of act or whatever. <laughs> um, and they shoot it a couple times. It flies away. Yeah, it basically. Um, after it's taken enough shots, it's like, you know what? I'm going to dip out. It jumps onto this tree branch, and then they try to shoot it, but it starts doing these like flippy acrobatics in the air and uh, just gets away. takes its opportunity and gets out um, of there. I like it when they show when... Wh- I like it when shows demonstrate that flying is a super strong ability. It really is. I yeah. mean, the only... We think it's not as strong because of like Dragon Ball Z. And and every every superhero ever in America, it's you know not flying or some ability uh, to fly. Oh, D- or... Disney, uh, not Disney, but uh, DC heroes. Flying is still a pretty high up ability for the Marvel heroes. Yeah, uh, but everybody's got to keep up with Superman somehow, right? Um, Superman just ruining everything for everybody. He started it all. Yeah, <laughs> there would be no superheroes without Superman. Literally, the word came from him. Yeah, thusly named. <laughs> Before then, they were mystery men. But anyways, showing that flight is a strong ability. Right. It gives you a very strong uh, strategic advantage mm-hmm. and gives you the best way to retreat. Yep. Um. So then they un- unhension, and uh, Fuwa 
automatically blames Aruta mm-hmm. because oh you're here it's all it's like, all you're in the center of everything not knowing that the reason why he's in the center of everything is because he's trying to stop it yeah right <laughs> do you, do you go up to a firefighter and be like you know what you're always around where there's a fire yes yeah, it's so <laughs> weird <laughs> <laughs> do you know who shows up every time something's robbed a police officer I'm not sure about this. And so then, it, here, yeah. yeah, there's a gun action. Um, but obviously, Arta's keeping it tight lipped about what he is, right? And so then it goes to Arta's office where they're having a meeting talking about things, yeah. Um, they can't do it any closer, they got to go all the way back to the city before they talk about anything because they have a set for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they bring the kid because the kid was about to get attacked, the kid who was being bullied, yes, he was about to be attacked by the bat, and they bring him for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is Go. Yeah, so something Go, S something Go, and he is the son. Like they said, he's the son of the director of who's the, being blamed. For who's the being blamed for the whole thing of Daybreak? And he's basically giving his story about how he's always been made fun of for it, and you know everyone thinks it's the truth, but I don't think it's the truth. I mean, this kid is maybe what fifteen. Yeah. So since he's three, yeah. He's been living uh, that as life. far back as he can remember. Mm-hmm. He probably barely, I mean, the oldest he could possibly be is 15. Right. 15, 16, the oldest. Yeah. So he barely has any memories of his father. Yeah. And then uh, Fu's got his back, though. He's like, no. No. It's human gears, gears cause this problem. Don't let people tell you that. And he's even got, uh, he's even got Aruto doubting it as far as so the there conviction is this really cool, and their story. There's this really cool back and forth because um, the human gear of the week, who always is in Aruto's office, um, is there Anna? Uh, Izu's there, mm-hmm. and Fua and the kid. Fua and the kid and Aruta. And last week I was talking about how robotic Izu felt. Yeah, not not say, not badly because she's a robot. Right, she's a robot. Um, Anna does it pretty well too. Yeah, the way she stands, the way she acts. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just the the ladies are better at it. The guys suck at being robots. Right. Um. Anyways, uh, Izu says. That's not, there's no records of that. Fuwa says it's a cover-up. Right. And then there's uh, the, um, Anna says that there is, it was, the explosion was caused by you know, a reactor overload due to maintenance. That is the consensus. And this is where Aruta lays down some serious intense lo- uh, line, where is the consensus does not always equal the truth. Yeah, that's why I think, uh, is that what? Is that Fuwa or Aruto that said that? That's Aruta. Okay. Aruta says it. Yeah. Because so he, he's, he's got, so Fuwa's got him doubting. Yeah. You know. Uh, he And that's it. That's, that is, that's like something you should have like tattooed on you or platinum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's, uh, that's my opinion on what's popular or, uh, yeah. or like, the, well, everyone else thinks this, so you must be wrong. It's yeah. Like, the consensus, war. the consensus <laughs> is not, it doesn't necessarily equal the truth. That's how like society was formed. Right. You know, so <laughs> and so then it pretty much just cuts from there. Yeah, to, to outside. Yeah, Fua and the kid are talking, and and uh, you want to talk about the shoes? You want to talk? About the shoes. Oh, that's right here <laughs> in a note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while they are talking, it's a panned out scene, and you can see Fua's shoes. Now, this is the second time I've seen weird shoes, so I think it's just kind of the gimmick for future, future land. Yeah, everyone wears normal clothes, but they have, sometimes have headgear on, and they wear this stupidest shoes um basically imagine a regular fitted shoe but with like eight times the amount of heel 
that it's just a block of shoe behind you for eight <laughs> times. But, I mean, but the shoe does extend at least an inch and a half past the back of his heel. Right, it's like a big clump. It's like what you'd expect a... Uh, if the shoe was eight sizes too big for him, and he shoved his foot all the way to the front. And then, like, stuffed the back of it so his foot, his shoe yeah. fit. I don't know. Maybe it was just the trick <laughs> of the lighting or something or the way the shoe is supposed to be. But it, it was a weird-looking shoe. Right. So back to the substance <laughs> yeah. of the scene, though. I mean, it's a pretty intense scene, but the shoe, shoe takes away from it a little bit. But as soon as they cut away from it, you forget about it. Right. So this kid is, is basically like, uh, you know, I don't uh, believe in myself. I don't believe in my dad. And he's like, well, if you're not going to believe in him, then who will, right? And so let's go find out essentially like yeah let's go find out let's the truth. go find out the truth because it's important to him yeah and then who wants to know anyway yeah and uh it cuts back to inside where arduta is digging yeah he's basically he, got the vp in front of him because the vp was around then yes and he's like i want to know what's going on and this scene kind of annoyed me because uh, it, it's one thing to have arto the the president uh, interrogating the vice president it's another thing to have Izu, the secretary, which is okay, still in a, in a high power position, but there is no reason whatsoever, if I'm vice president, I'm going to ha- answer or entertain any questions from a lowly ass, new modeled bus tour guide <laughs> who's intensely interrogating. What the hell are you doing here? <laughs> yeah. Go away. Uh, but Arata uh, seems to like uh, human gears better than people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, from what we've heard, it's probably because he was raised by human gears. But um, yeah, so they're they're basically grilling okay. him. But yeah, it's the it's the human gear of the week who yeah. just hangs out with Arata and needs to know everything. Yeah. And uh, basically, they're he's tight lipped about it. He's like, I've got nothing to say. I do not recall. It's it's basically company line. I do not recall. Right. He's like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't remember. Yeah. Arata's like, you're hiding something. And he's like, sometimes in business, you have to hide dark truths. Essentially. And for, then, the, for the for the betterment of the company, which is which is totally against what Arata believes. Yeah, it's like no, now you just now you just but said it, that you do know, and you're just hiding the truth. But he's totally speaking the company line of giant companies. This, yeah, this show is very. It seems to be very about. Uh, yeah, we got to protect our image. Uh, not anti corporation, but anti corporation mentality. I yeah, I can see that. Where yeah. corporations are fine if they're good. Yeah, but then you have these multi conglomerates that just run everything, and yeah, uh, when know. when uh, a company puts itself before its people, yeah, and then you, they're just throwing everybody under the bus and creating these lies. Yeah, which about is what not happened. what Arta's about. So, I I like how these there's several show shows in this. I mean, you talk about how you like the drama of uh-huh. Kuga, yeah, but in especially in the Heisei Phase Two and Eris, there are, um overarching themes for the whole season yeah i mean probably find them in kuga yeah i mean there there is one whole season that is about friendship yeah like no. the, sh- the show of mentality <laughs> and then there is a whole season that is about hope okay yeah. and then there's a whole season that is about um what was it? was it it's about greed greed yeah because in uh o's the next season after double the enemies are literally called greed with three okay. e's like they they're so greedy they yeah. get extra ease, um, and so basically, but this show seems to be about corporate responsibility. Yeah, corporate responsibility is definitely the bigger uh, uh, sub theme 
this and what well, is humanity in a transient right, thing right, right. going on and stuff like that. So the, the there's no, no no telling how far they'll go or how little they'll go, but you never know with this show because of what's happening in this episode. Exactly. So much. Uh, but basically, the the interrogation ends with the vice president walking, uh, stepping up, and uh, Arto asks one more time what happened twelve years ago, and he says, "I don't seem to recall," and just walks out the uh, yes. out of the room, and um, it flashes to. Uh, him having a private conversation with the Anna, the bus tour guide, and basically talking about how it's the bus tour guide's duty to the, yeah, she says the bus tour guide is to duty is to deliver the most accurate information, and if there's a cover up, I can't do that. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is funny. True, I gotta know. <laughs> I gotta know the truth of the matter and, to and, get my best bus tours. <laughs> right, and it's basically the same situation with Fu and the kid. Aruto's like, well, why don't we go find out? And she's like, we can do that. And he's like, lifts up his his plaque that says he's the president. And he's like, I'm the uh, boss. I'm the, I'm the boss. <laughs> and you're you're my employee coming with me to me with a, a problem. So, you know, yeah. this is on company time. I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> and so then it cuts to, it's like a damn area it's it's base it's the outskirts of daybreak because yeah. daybreak is a flooded area it's so. now the makeshift beach <laughs> it's yeah like, it so, wasn't a beach originally but yeah. it is now after an explosion um and he's got a lot of gear yeah fuwa came prepared with like everything and in an inflatable boat i mean yeah he, it probably has a sink on it I, yeah <laughs> and he's like okay let's go and a yua shows up yeah, she just pops out of the friggin' bushes. Like, well, I mean, I'm sure she's spying on. This him. is like the third time she's just she waits until the most dramatic moment to just walk up and be like, "I don't think so." Yeah. <laughs> Personally, if I could hide in the bushes, I would do entrances too. I mean, yeah, come on, you know, you gotta wait. It's like, oh, here's my moment. Yeah. Um. Then he's uh. She says, "Where are you going?" And he says, "We gotta find out." Mm-hmm. And then she's it's like, you know, you're not authorized to. You're not authorized there. to do that. And he says, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, Fuwa doesn't care about authorization <laughs> if he, with how he forces open the key every time. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> she walks over, and if you, she, she says, if you're going to do this anyway, take this and gives him punching a, Kong a new a new card. Yeah, it's a black. Yeah, black and it's, it says punching power Kong on it. Yeah, and she says, you probably won't be able to use this anyways. And he says. You're contradicting yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she's like, you just remember, I just want you to remember that, uh, I just want you to remember what your job is. And then he just like undoes his tie and he's like, I'm off the clock today. Yeah. I've, I've, I've punched the clock. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then like, it, it, it's not really rushed. It feels like we're like, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. Um, it's just tight. That's the way to describe the episode. It's tight. Right. It's edited really well. At some point, um, I think we forgot to mention Izu creating a new. Yeah, that's the next scene. Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought that. So was it's before. it's the, the, it's really tight. So it just cuts to one thing, cuts to another thing, because there's things happening at the same time. Yeah, it's all kind of. Izu is in the virtual reality, and she's requesting a countermeasure for a flight. Yeah, because while the bat fight was happening, um, her eyes are like locked on the bat, and you hear the sounds of you know the make the typical mechanical sounds yeah. you expect of data being. This collected. is when. I remembered, oh, yeah, there was a bat fight here because so much stuff has happened so since then. So much stuff has happened. <laughs> the bat fight is long in the past. It might as well have been in the previous episode. I mean, we have so much to talk about. I feel like this is going to be the longest episode <laughs> just because um, we're not even, like, a third of the way through. Yeah. So she gets a countermeasure, and the countermeasure is um, Wing. Yep. Wing Falcon. Yep. Um, 
we're able to say what they are because it's actually written on the card. Yeah, it's like right there. We don't know what it does until he uses it, but mm-hmm. they're actually written on the card, which means that the toys are probably pretty cool. Right. I want I want to just get one to flip it out. That there'd just be something as quick as there's just flipping it out. It'd be like a fidget spinner, just flipping out and then like putting back in the card <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, I might grab one of one over there just just for the fun of it. Just for the fun. Yeah. Of course, the main ones. This is how they get you. So, say you want Hopper, right? <laughs> yeah. Hopper is exclusive to when you buy the belt. So you can't get Hopper unless you get the belt. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. I mean, because I wanted Mighty Action Brothers for Mighty Action X for. Uh, uh, X Aid, but you had to buy the belt to get it. And the belt's the what? His it's expensive. like two hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a hundred bucks. You get the good one for like two hundred bucks. Anyways, um, cuts back to the beach thing. So yeah, as you said, Fuwa had a boat. Yep, he had a boat. He's ready. It's a lightable raft with a motor and mm-hmm. everything, and he's getting it all prepared. And then like eight, I want to say eight of the goons, the goon who yeah, the mo- gears the, pop yeah. around with knives and stuff. Exterminate! Exterminate! We could come up with a name for him or something like that. It is, it's something, I remember that there was a name for it. It was just kind of complicated. Um, it was, I want to say Cogs, but it's not Cogs, because Cogs were the mooks in Power Rangers Zeal. Yeah, we can't just keep calling every mook or goon in a season a mook or goon. Yeah, it is Mangas, Magis? How's, how's it spelled? M-A-G-I-A. <laughs> Magia? 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 I feel like they've said it before. If we listen to them say it, we'll know how to pronounce it. Because Magia, another Magia event or whatever. Mag, mag, yeah, Magia. Yeah. Mag, no, it'd be Magia. Magia. Uh, Magias. Yeah, Magias. Magias. So the Magias come around the corner. Yeah. Um, and so Fua opens up with a shot, but there's a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, so he's he's just like shot shot, kick punch. Basically, flip. and he says something about so it was them, there's something going on. Yeah, it's a cover up. Cover and up. um so one's about to attack this kid because you bring a kid to you with you to not uh, you know. <laughs> I forgot to mention this when I was talking about uh common right when we were talking about uh the original common writer back in the uh, since man eating plant man. Yeah. Yeah. Um Kids traveling around with the Kamen Rider is a staple. Yeah, it's like take him to the most dangerous spots. What could go wrong? Like leave there, the kid in one of the Common Riders. There was literally the Common Rider Club, which was a group of kids who kind of like helped out the Common Rider by finding out information and stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, Sherlock Holmes did it. <laughs> they were Jeez. all homeless kids, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a kids show, so they put the kids in there to so they can have an end. But, I mean, what I love the most about this, uh, as far as this kid being in this extremely dangerous situation at this exact moment, is that uh, Yua did not mention that at all. Like, at no point did she say, oh, and it's your duty to not bring children to, to dangerous places. You should probably just go yourself if you're going to yeah. do this. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyways, this kid's about to get um, grappled, essentially. Like, this thing's, you know, behind him saying, my duty is to exterminate humans or whatever the, the catch line is, the yeah. catchphrase. And... uh Right before he's taken out, uh, Arto starts ah, comes over and just gives him the you know his shoulder arm checks tackle. him and then hurts shows that he's hurt his shoulder because it's a metal robot. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> I like that part because it's not like I just tackled him and good to go. Um, like Ofu over there is at least trained to punch and kick. He's not some skinny skinny dude that's done comedy all his life poorly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then. This is when, uh, yeah, Fu Fu is like immediately accusing him. This is when he's like, "You're part so of the cover up, cover it up too." And 
he's like, no, I'm uh, I'm here to try to find out the truth as well. And, and uh, he, like, whips out his belt. And Izu's like, Izu says, you have a secret identity. And he just, screw that. Yeah. And he walked, so uh, Fuwa's got his back to him the whole time. Because he's yeah. shooting the mooks. Yeah. And Aruta puts on the belt, walks up right beside him. And he looks over and he says, that belt. Yeah. And Aruta says, I promise you, I will not keep secrets anymore. Right. And Which is awesome. Right. Rise right. Hopper, awesome line. Reveals himself. Transforms right there. <laughs> Fuwa is suddenly hesitating because he was not expecting any of this today. And he, he's, he switches to Rising Hopper and starts kicking ass. And basically, at some point... He tells he tells uh, Anna mm-hmm. to get the two of them to the place. Right. So it's like go without me, essentially. Yeah. So they, go without they get me. on the boat and they go and they leave, and that's when they, they you see them. Uh, basically, it's I guess it's not that far. Yeah, it's like a short a short little boat ride. Yeah, a short little boat boat ride across the rubble to like a demolished building, and they it's it's almost like a tour because. Yeah. She knows the layout of the building because she knows all about Daybreak. Yeah, because it looks like Fu is about to walk off the wrong direction, and you see her like little headgears light up, and then she's like, "This direction, please." Holding her and hand so out. they go to the um, control room. Yeah, so they just like that. They're in the bad guy base. I mean, I don't know if it's actually the bad guy base. Um, it doesn't look like it's the bad guy base, but the bad guy base is in that area. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's under the water. I, I think so too. I it looks so too. like because of the way they've shown it, they haven't fully shown it but the way the layouts definitely stuff, get that impression that it's under the water at least the arc is under the water the thing they want right and then after the human cure attack let's still even deep into yeah. this uh treacherous treacherous area and so they decide to look for a look around yeah they're trying to find like any evidence of well i mean the kid's trying to prove his dad didn't do it essentially so, so that's what they're looking and for. anna just wants the truth yeah Fua and anna just want to find out what happened and how to prove that's what happened. And then it goes back to the beach. Yes. And I, I like the scene because um, so so Aruto is just sitting here uh, kicking ass. And then he puts the uh, the fang key or the fang card into his weapon and just uses the ability without transfer in Rising Hopper. So he uses the so the cards have multi uses. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. Yeah. So he just dispatches them pretty handily. But then he gets attacked by the bat. Right. Mm hmm. And he's getting kind of worked, and he can't yeah. catch the bat. He can't he, jump up high enough to he, get it. He just doesn't have the the equipment to deal with the, the speed and agility and the attacks from multiple air angles. And then Izu's just like, take this, and he flicks him in this uh, you know, little pink key that says, he's like, oh, a bird? Yeah. And then he makes some pun. I can't exactly, oh, that that's pretty fly or something like yes. that. <laughs> and uh, he slaps it to its belt. And that's when I realized there's actually two functions to these cards. The first one is... To use it as like a summon, almost yeah, to like, get to get the initial thing, and then when he puts it in, it transforms into the armor. Yeah, it's like you can use it as a defensive, and that explains why the sometimes the the grasshopper will bounce around him in every angle to like beat off attacks and stuff. But other times he can just straight up transform with all that. Yeah, it's because you can slap it on the belt to make it do that, or you can put it in the belt to transform. Yeah, and then on top of being able to put that into the weapon. I'm like, man, this thing's got a lot of uses. And you, yeah. you could have like three keys going at once. You could yeah. be transformed into one thing, slapping one thing on your belt, putting one thing on your weapon. Yeah. And I'm just looking forward to seeing where that goes. Um, And so he, so yeah, he calls down the Falcon. The Falcon is doing some aerial fighting with the bat. Yeah. Before he transforms into the full Falcon. Right. Yeah. And this is where it was the same as the shark where the parts of his armor slide to the side and additional yeah. parts get put on. Yeah. So it's yellow with the purple on, or the, I'm sorry, the pink on top. Yeah. And uh, 
No wings. No wings, but he can fly. He can fly. So, there it is. And the the air physics in this fight is pretty bad, but it's it is, it's a CGI fight. It is what it is. It's a CGI fight. Um, but they're fighting and they're flying in the air, and I love this scene because I love Izu. She's the greatest character in the show. Uh huh. But they're flying off, and they fly off towards where they went. And she's and like, have a nice trip. <laughs> <Eat> a <shy. laughs> Which is something that, like, a wife would say to her husband when she goes off to work or when the kids uh-huh. go off to school <laughs> or something like that. Eat a shy. It's just, just, it's just great because she waves. <laughs> she's the best character. Um, so then. So they're the busy whooping each other's ass. And it in goes the back to. Uh, it, he does a pretty cool move where he grabs him with his legs and, like, flips around a bunch and throws him. And they're doing some. Yeah. Aerial, they're having an aerial fight. Right. And then it goes back to uh, inside the base, and they're not finding anything, and the kid's getting kind of discouraged. Yeah. Typical millennial problem. It's right. not still for five minutes. God. <laughs> I flipped over four rocks already. <laughs> yeah. The God. answer should just be right here. Excuse me. Objective should be glowing. <laughs> <laughs> this is not like the quests in games. <laughs> um, no, I mean, he's he's been beat down for 12 years. For yeah, sake. he's already been discouraged. Um, uh, and then um, more of the mangalas show up. Yeah, we get we get at least five, six magias running through the Magus. door. And then he shoot. Uh, Fua is shooting and trying to, at the same time, basically like if you're not going to believe in them, who's not? Yep. And uh, who is? And he gets a little bit of motivation. Flips over one more rock and finds what he needs. Yeah, he finds his little little SD chip. Uh, it's an <laughs> SD card uh, marked with Heden. Yeah. And it's funny because Anna's just been standing there doing nothing the whole time. Yeah, and she's just she, she <laughs> not helping it, looking. Sees it, walks over, hands opens her hand like give me that. Says it's a uh, how does she put it? It is a legacy. Yeah, legacy. Uh, so it's human like the old chip. version. Yeah, and she slides it into her headgear to access the data. And right then, no, before that, yeah, um, uh, Fua transforms. Yeah, Fua transforms into punch. Uh, Power punching Kong, or yeah, whatever. power punching Kong, which is a better look than his regular look. I think it is. It's more, it's more beefy. This is where I was thinking about the fact that of the difference between Arata's transformations and the different forms for um, uh, Fua is that Fua's are like full transformations, and Arata's are add-ons. Yeah, definitely. And you can still tell that it is Vulcan in there. Yeah, but it's. A completely different suit. Totally different suit. Uh, like this one's. Not I mean, it also it, it also helps that uh, Vulcan's base color scheme is white. Yeah, yeah. Not yellow. Yeah, so it doesn't stand out as much. Yeah, it's more of a neutral color. Because that... the pink and the yellow kind of clash. Oh yeah, and the blue and the yellow clash. But again, I'm assuming one day we're gonna have a color that actually matches the yellow, and we'll be like, ah, maybe like an orange. Maybe yeah, orange, yellow, black. I don't know why a falcon is pink. Because dang it. I mean, the, the other the, keys have the other colors. I mean, shark being blue, that makes perfect sense <laughs> to me. Oh, we can't be orange because Valkyrie's orange. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that dream just flew out the window. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Maybe whatever. not. You never know. It's just an add-on. A green might work. Green could pop. I can see that. Uh, but this is a total melee form for Vulcan. Yes, like complete melee form. Big honking fists. Takes the shots. Tanking character just knocking people around. And just slowly walks up and one shot, one shot, one shot. And at this point, uh, Arto crashes through the ceiling, bringing Batman in tow, just slams him into the ground directly in front of uh, of Fua. Uh And And, um, Batman does what Batman does and transforms. 
that's almost as soon as you can think about what's going on over there with the data, you see those little tendrils come out, smack into Anna. And it's a pretty vicious transformation. Yeah, you see you just like turn she's, into a magia. She's screaming, and this kid is just right in front of her watching like, her <laughs> transform. Scarred for life. Yeah. Um, comes, rips apart, transforms into a maga, and then goes to jump at him. Exterminate. Yeah, but then stops stops herself. All the all of them are saying no, and they go forward, and then she stops. And you and see the, like her human gear is red, as all the magia's human gear light is red, but hers is like uh, quickly transferring between red uh, and blue. And blue then she gets the, the flash color. of, and there's a flash of. We don't know if it's her memory or if it's Arthur's memory. I think it's Arthur's memory mm-hmm. of the fact that she she's all about informing people. Yeah. That's her thing. Yeah, so her, her personality breaking is breaking through, but I wonder if it's because of the legacy chip. I think it probably is. Probably gave her a buffer. Yes. Like, it's it's uh, this new program is not meant for... For the old OS and stuff. Yeah. So it doesn't allow her to resist it completely, but it allows her to give her a buffer to, like, go against it. Right. So she uses that time to uh, basically do a hologram of what happened 12 years ago in this room. But right before that, I want to point out something that's going to come up again. The gun in Kong's hand looks ridiculous. It's so tiny. Because I was going to point this out. He's like, because well, oh, that's what, right. He was thinking about shooting her as she turned. Yeah. So what it is is that it looks like Kong has giant fists, but there are gauntlets around his normal hand. Right. And so when he holds the gun, he's holding it in his normal hand. And but it, it looks it makes like it it's... Look like, the dinky little toy, because it's a giant plastic gun in his normal hand. Right. Think of think of the Hulk trying to drink from a teacup or yes, something. It's like, it's tiny like, little gun. <laughs> like he's got a regular coffee mug, mug and it just looks like it's a children's Ridiculous. tea party. Um, I, I, it's hilarious looking. Yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. I forgot, I forgot to write it down because I was like, I'm definitely not going to forget this because it's too funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so he doesn't shoot, though. And she, um, Anna, displays... The 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 data that was from the chip, yeah, which is the last seconds of the before the explosion, yeah, and you're seeing uh basically the room what it looked like before it blew up, yeah, and um uh go I believe is his name Go's father in front of you know this all these buttons and monitors and whatnot, and he's basically talking to uh headquarters about uh everybody's out we gotta bring down the we gotta turn this up. And he's about to say, everybody's out but me. Right. And the the screen gets cut off by our mystery common writer. Yeah. A number mystery four. Com- we don't know who this well, is. Well, if you're looking chronologically, this is number one. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, this is 12 years ago. This is 12 years ago. But, um, it, um, but it's, a mystery, it's a mystery evil common writer saying that this whole thing was caused by Metoboshi. Uh, yeah. Me, uh, Metsuboshi. Uh, oh. Metsuboshi Jara? I just rem- I memorized this and forgot it. Metsubo Rai Metsubo. Metsubo Ujirai. Metsubo Jirai. Yeah, Metsubo Jirai. Metsubo Jirai dot net. And then they're we're here to to. So it turns over. out they were all the way back and they were they caused this whole thing. Yeah. Not really caused this whole thing. They were trying to get a hold of something and we. From the clues we've learned as the audience, they're trying to get a hold of the Ark. Yeah, yeah, because the the Ark has been brought up at least three times by the bad guys. And, um, and once, I think, or twice by and uh, so the Mystery the, Corporation we don't know is going on. The um, ghost dad decides to destroy 
the reactor. Yeah, he just basically cuts this guy off, says it's not going to happen that way, presses a button that locks the bulwark. the whole thing. Yeah, bulwarks the entire thing and is talking about how he's got all of the human gears locked in with him. He's going to take him out and end this whole thing. And his last words are go. Yeah, he says, you know, his son's name and boosh, the whole thing blows up. And uh, very heroic death. Yeah. And Fuwa flips out. Yeah, at this point he gets his, uh, you know, you can't really see him under the mask, but you know he's just shaking with rage. It, it, shows, it shows the good, the good of the, the suit actor. Oh, yeah, definitely. So he turns and he just says, if it wasn't for Huma Gears, like basically that good man would be alive. Yeah, and he's charging up his, his power attack. And I was like, holy shit. Is he going to shoot at Aruto? Because he's the only one in front of him. I'm like, why? What did he do? And uh, he lets, basically, it's his charge-up attack, uh, and he shoots just like he would with uh, um, Raging Wolf, or what was it called? Uh, Howling Wolf? Howling Wolf, yeah. So he, he shoots the bullet just like he would Howling Wolf, except that it shoots off both of his gauntlet fists. And they're flying punches. Yeah, just think two big missiles that heat seek, because they go past Aruto around the corner and uh, just smack. Double punch into Bat. And then push through four or five ceilings up to the air and then and, and it was cool because like when he pushed them up when he gets into the outside they fly apart and you see that the punching to push them up has started to disintegrate him already oh yeah and then they fly back blow him up and then they fly back to his hand and he catches them in this you know the typical ending stance that should always be yeah. if you're going to do something like that <laughs> and then he says we're going to take this human gear back we're going to get the data and we'll find out What's going on? And while he's talking, you see you, in the frame, you see behind him is the the human gear that was Anna. Yeah, he's like, this is now the property of Ames. We're going to take it and, and uh, prove what happened. And then out of nowhere, this dart thing comes in, stabs. Yeah, it's like a, a knife dart. That you Might could be a easily, thing. Yeah, it could it? easily be something that protrudes from a fist if you want yeah, to punch it's, stab it's somebody. Like, it's like three or four inches long, and it's like a a spike of some sort, and it um, disintegrates yeah. her. It protrudes into her back, and she's done. It's just and, into a, and a purple and mist. And then they all go and not knowing what happened. And then it cuts to um, uh, the shadowy figure of a mysterious new common Rider walking yeah. away. And, and you see it's like a dark purple, and transformation ends, and it's, it's our bandana guy. It's our rap. It's rap. And he's and, just... And... Uh, Hood comes up and mm-hmm. says, "That's pretty harsh." <laughs> this this is coming from a guy who like shoots people left constantly, and right. yeah. And um, he says we couldn't have them learning about the arc, so there was more data there. Yeah. So they, even though they all they showed is that what really happened to the re uh, the reactor blowing up, it doesn't show anything about the arc. Yeah. So there must have been more data on the chip, and you didn't want them to find out. So then it cuts to a newscast saying that. Uh, the Hidan Corporation has held a press conference and just told the truth. Yeah. Told the truth that human gears were the cause of it, that it, that they found data that it was uh, Metoboshi, uh, Metsubo Jirai. Yeah. Uh, uh, they were responsible and that Go's dad was a hero. Yep. And they're like broadcasting it everywhere. And of course, and, Go and his friends see it. Well, I don't even know if they can call them friends, but classmates. classmates. And they're like, hey, they we, apologize. We had the wrong idea. I'm sorry. I mean, it's kind of like the whole early Naruto thing. Yeah. Where, He's earned their respect now. So, well, the whole early Naruto thing at the very beginning where 
they hated Naruto, and they didn't even know why, but they just hated Naruto because Naruto because every all the parents hated Naruto. Yeah, everyone's like to avoid that kid. Yeah, and so it's kind of like that. Like for twelve years, his all their parents have been blaming this kid. This dad. Worst, worst disaster this city's ever had. Yeah. On, on this little kid's father, so. Uh, and then it's Arata, he's on, like, an overpass, just standing there, because it's, the news is on, like, a blimp. Yeah. And Arata and Izu are on a bridge, and Fuwa comes up, and he says, well, I guess you're honest about the secrets, which is so cool, because he's not only honest about all the secrets they found there, he told him his secret identity, and uh-huh. all this stuff, and... Arata does a lame joke about don't sweater it. Yeah, don't sweater it. And that's how you know it's Arto. <laughs> and uh. you see him get furious and he walks away and it, he bursts out a little laugh yeah, and hides he, it and walks away. Yeah, and well, meanwhile, Izu's explaining the, the, the joke. The, using a joke. So this is where I'm thinking, because that's a American pun. Yeah, I think the subtitles are trying to make it as close as possible. Because it probably has something to do with the hooded sweatshirt and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Because I think his puns have been translated. I mean, the subtitles are doing pretty well. Yeah. Because we do get the puns. Because it, it's one of those things where they're trying to take what the pun was and be like, okay, we need to re we need to refactor this in English so that way it makes at least a little with, sense without uh, half the screen being filled up with notes. Right, and still keeping the joke as lame as it's intended to be. Yeah. So and they're doing it pretty well because you you get that it's a joke. It's a dad joke. It's a horrible dad joke. It's like a joke that there's like three percent of. But I love how the episode ends, where it goes to the episodes end with showing the most uh, like the new cards. Yeah, it's it's something it's been doing, and this time it shows um, the Wing Falcon, and it shows uh, Punching Kong. Punching Kong. But right when it does that, it also has a, a burst of laughter. From yeah. Fuwa. You hear Fu just losing his, uh, losing his crap in the background. Yeah. It's, I love the fact that he loves his jokes. Yeah. But he doesn't want to admit it. No. Cause it's not part of his image. Like it physically pains him to <laughs> hold in that much laughter. <laughs> so it's great. Cause nobody likes he did's joke. No. It, I mean, he was fired. <laughs> yeah. The worst comedian. Yeah. So yeah, so much stuff happened. Um, so what do you think? The, like overall, the episode it was a good episode. Yeah, it was a good episode. Definitely uh, kicked it up a notch. I mean, I'm still not sold on um, Aruto. Like, I still I feel like we need to go back to that episode, rewatch the subs, so I can kind of understand what was said in you know better English. Yeah, not some quick fan sub, but maybe the the slow fan subs is what I need right now. <laughs> I mean, it was also we were taking notes then. Like, we watched right. this episode twice. If we watch that episode again, we might get a whole different feeling. Yeah, for because it. I feel like I especially since they continued it without explaining anything. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was a translation error. It has to be because I, I don't. I just it might have been a translation. I think I might have just not caught it right. Right. Yeah. Oh, it might have been user error. Um. Also true. Yeah. Uh, but there was there was no. I mean, there was kind of a sadness when Anna got, died. Yeah, but there was no thoughts of just removing the belt from the... Well, Anna wasn't transformed into a full... Well, I meant for the Batman, but this this was, this one was taken out by Fua, so... Yeah, that that is something. So, both of... That is something. So, um, the guy from the last episode and mm-hmm. Anna weren't turned into the full ones. They were turned into the, 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 the mooks. So maybe those can't be saved. Yeah, maybe the mooks can't be, but like the bat, the bat bot 
the bat bot should have been able to be saved. Oh, he, he, admittedly, he, this was never he was he was killed by Fua, who does not care. Yeah, and wants them to get gone regardless. Yeah, but uh, so I just want to see in the next episode. That's going to be the the thing for me to get him back up in the in the higher ranks is if he at least tries to slash the belt. Mm-hmm. Like, do your dispatch strike in a way that actually saves something? Like you've been like you know it's possible. Yeah, what the heck? But why not try? Yeah. Um, I think that might be the difference between the one he saved and the ones he hasn't saved yet. Yes. Is that they were turned into mooks. They weren't turned into the main one. Could be. Because they don't have belts on. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. They, they don't get belts put on them. They get the they get the uh, tendrils put in and it just like activates. Them. Mm. So because that's what it that's what how they took it and took out the belt. So I think that's what happened. But um, it hasn't been. I mean, that's me putting it in. Right. But we'll need more episodes. Yeah. Uh so, uh, do you have a suck? Yeah, you know, I had to think about it. Um, and I'm going to go with the Humagear companion per episode. Like, here's your token companion. Yeah. That's uh, so far the theme for all four episodes, even though the, the last two have had the, the companion. Actually, well, I call him the companion. They actually had the Humagear being a part of the episode. Yeah. But so far, every episode has had, uh, this is my duty and I have to do this. Like, oh, this, I, my, my job is to make people laugh and my job is to deliver packages and the second the third one was like oh sushi this and the whole thing was like that's not the heart of sushi and then the fourth one's like oh my god i have to know everything about the tour guide and at some I, point I, where you I going wa- to i wonder interrogate a vice president of a corporation all like famous japanese i'm sure it's it's gotta be like um stuff. like here's let's draw in the crowd by putting people it, it has to be especially with how skinny that girl is she has to be at least a model or yeah. an idol or something yeah <laughs> But uh, and I mean that's okay. Like, yeah, I'll get over it. It's but just I mean, that... it, it could be still that these are like the the. I mean, that's the quote unquote a plot where the b plot is way more interesting. Right. So that I was about to say is that so much happened in the episodes that it's hard to be upset. It's about. it's their way of getting you the fights in. Right. Yeah. Because they I mean, need to have the fights in every episode to sell the toys. Yeah. It's not like the it's not like the show suffered by having this useless in my mind subplot because it's not useless. It actually forwarded the plot in certain ways. It it is a little bit of a continuity though. I like from the the previous episode of this episode of mm-hmm. Arrow just trying to like, yeah, get the human get, them to get do those things. human gears to to sell. Right. I just don't necessarily think they should be an active part of every episode. It just yeah. seems kind of weird. Uh, but there's only two episodes that I've seen with it. Only one of them. One of them died. One of them uh, actually helped, I guess, with the investigation. So I don't know yet. Yeah. Just that's the really the only critique I have. So. Yeah. <laughs> My critique is is that there wasn't enough Valkyrie. Definitely, yeah. Because she was just ep- introduced last episode. Now, the episode before, Vulcan was just introduced, and there wasn't much Vulcan in the next episode afterwards, so I kind of mm-hmm. understand. But she's the uh, she's a more interesting character to me right now. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're... She has a lot more mystery going for her, yeah. which I think that they're trying to play. And I can understand why she doesn't fit into this storyline, because yeah. this is this pretty much a rogue op. Pretty yeah, much thing because we that, don't know if it's good guy or bad guy yet. Yeah. Um. But I wanted something to yeah. move her along a little bit. Yeah, she had least, she she had only one scene where she was fighting, and it was cool. And no, she had one scene where she's fighting, but she had the one scene, scene where she was where, talking. Where like she, she wasn't would, even there with Fua, and they were talking in the in the room, which yeah. is unusual because usually she's with Fua. The what gives me hope is this is meta ideas mm-hmm. is when a character isn't in. There's two reasons why an act. A character won't be in a show mm-hmm. that much. Well, there's three reasons. One is that's just the script they wrote. Right. The other one is um, they're doing something else on a different show. They have an actor or something. They're right. doing a, a thing or something. But the one I hope it is 
is that in the scheduling of episodes, like the next episode, the episode after that is a strong centric episode on her. Yeah. yeah. So she was busy filming that one. Yeah, so that it's they leading into more and it's got to be there's going to there's no way that you can open up the shady corporation plot. Where I she's know talking they're going back, but I wanted more right away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want the next episode to show a little bit more of her, especially after you open up that that can of beans in, the th- in episode three. Yeah. You got to have something right. And at least episode five. So I agree a little bit more Valkyrie is good. Good for the heart. Yeah. Okay. Factory Day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. Sugoi? Um, I really liked the actually kind of understanding the weapon combos because, if you know, I was talking the last time. Uh, my my suck was a little bit about how I was worried there was going to be a special attack bloat. Yeah. Um, but they handled it. And they it. doubled down on it and they made you like it. <laughs> right. So the way that they doubled down on it, it it's – I was worried that it's like, well, here's your one thing and this is what you're going to see today. But now I see that there's so many different ways that you can have a bunch of things happening at the same time. The shark is multitask and stuff like that. Instead yeah, of just so you giving can have you one of the weapon, one on the touch instead the belt, just giving one in the belt. You more, more forms. Yeah, so the combos are and, there. And you, and you know what? Falcon didn't do a finishing move. No, he didn't. So that's still open. And that's what I was saying is that yeah. it was, it, they didn't force in both special attacks this episode. Yeah. So they got Kongs, but not Falcons. Right. So and, we'll probably uh, get Falcons next episode. Yeah. Or at some point, we know that to look forward to that. And, um, I definitely like the idea that she handed him. Also, she handed Vulcan punching Kong because mm-hmm. we were hoping that they would swap uh, cards at some point, like maybe mid fight or something sweet like that. And that definitely shows that it's possible. It's not like just one person can use this card. Yeah, you know. So it opens up a whole dude. Valkyrie punching Kong would be pretty sweet. Yeah, whole <laughs> new world opened up. Mysegoy um, is screw secret identity. Yeah, he's like I don't have time for this. Uh, and and he did it in integrity, right? Because he's all about the truth, you know. And we—that's the most, one of those things that bothers me so much. Where they're they're like their characters, like Spider Man and stuff, stuff like that. It's like I'm all about the truth and honesty of it. Yeah. But I lie constantly, constantly to everyone I love. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using it to make money right. and doing all this stuff. And uh, like if you have a special ability, you want to use it to make money. I'm cool with that. I don't care. Right. Um, but yeah, he's he's all about honesty, and he says, "I'm tired of secrets, and this is a secret identity, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to reveal it to you. And if you want to tell people, that's up to you." Right. And so now, now it's at footballs and Fu's court. Yeah. So he, it was a power. It was a serious power move. Yeah, definitely. So now everybody knows everybody's secret identity. They're everybody's a writer because uh, Yua and Fuwa don't have secret identities. Right. They're, Which I loved when they transformed because it's just like time for cop things. Yep, it's time to do our business. I, I, that, and that also opens up um, that now Fua and uh, Aruto are becoming better uh, allies. Yeah. They're not necessarily allied yet, but they're coming to an understanding. And so if they have a fight, it's going to make it more impactful. Yeah. Because now they've actually grown to like each other. So now when they're butting heads over whatever, because they're definitely building up this. Uh, yeah opposing viewpoint thing it's got to come into play i mean it's got to because uh fua is not level-headed no i mean you say. guarantee you something big's gonna happen and they're just I gonna mean, have to show down before it's going it might be a misunderstanding right i mean the bad guys could arrange a misunderstanding or even better it could be an actual clash of ideals right yeah so it, it'll just make it so much better where you like which so one juicy. which one <laughs> um so yeah my uh my story was just that Forget the secret identities. We're going to do this 
I'm a I'm a person who stands behind my word of let's not have secrets. Right. And he's really changing the company. Right. Yeah. Because he, he he reveals the truth that may would make his company look bad. It's been a uh, it's not the full truth. I know that there's other things hidden, but it's definitely like it's a step. It's a step in the right direction. He's definitely showing he's not scared to rock the boat. Right. He's not he's not scared to change the status quo. So now it's time for the writer ranking, and you have three. So here's the thing. Uh, uh, I want to start with you ranking the the ones for zero one because it's kind of hard for you to fairly rank all the seasons, right? Yeah, because I- so I think it's fair that you rank zero one, and then I'll I'll say what I agree, and then we'll go to the full ranking. For me, right now where it's staying, uh, right now oh, the previous run was Valkyrie zero, uh, Vulcan and zero one. I. Just based on this episode, I think it's of these three, it's Valkyrie, Vulcan, and Zero One. <laughs> Again, <laughs> yeah, repeat. No, actually, it's Vulcan, Valkyrie, Zero One. Because Va- Vulcan, uh, yeah, had a good showing on. Yeah, this Yeah, definitely. Uh, because he didn't discount the child, the kid at all. Nope. He saw that the kid needed to do this, and he pushed them to do it. Yeah, this is a powerful episode. Yeah, for his character. So it is uh, Vulcan, Valkyrie, Zero One in my views for this stream. I don't rate Zero One as low as you. No, <laughs> but. I mean, there's only six spots. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, are we adding our new maybe writer bad guy? No, because he hasn't. We don't he hasn't said anything. We don't have a done anything. Yet. Okay, so I, I, that's what I was worried about. I didn't want to, because automatically he goes to seven. So <laughs> why even do it? I don't even know if we should rate the bad guy writers until they become good guys. Yeah, because until they become like actually important. Yeah, <laughs> so bad guys. I agree with that because otherwise it's like... just we have to add um, what's his name Nazca or whatever maybe. He yeah. seems writer-ish, but yeah. at the same time, it's... And, yeah, it's, like, what constitutes a writer in some shows. And then we get into a de- philosophical debate that we don't want to dig in because then everyone and, on the internet... And then there's like, going to be things... There are um, uh, one-shot movie writers mm-hmm. that I don't think we should use, do, you know, all these things. Right. So, right now, no, I don't think he's in there. Okay, I agree. So, uh, here's what I'm going to do with my... My opinion. I'm going to keep the top three as they are because it's kind of hard to shift them around now. It's been <laughs> where it is. I want to bump Vulcan and Zero One up. Mm-hmm. And the only reason Valkyrie's at the bottom now is because she didn't do anything. We haven't seen anything with her. And, I, you know, I gave Zero One a bad rap. I'm still hoping that I get a little bit more explanation on that one episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Vulcan's uh-huh. definitely improved. He's not just Edgelord now. You know, I, screw authority, you know. I mean, there's still that. It's just I, I would almost, you know, you don't, you don't have to, but I would almost argue the Vulcans above Kuga at this point. I would, I would actually. That's a strong, uh, strong argument. I would, I think, I might agree. because the last episode was was an Ichigo episode. It was it, an, definitely Ichigo, an Ichijo Ichijo episode. Ichijo episode. So I mean, actually, you know, I'm gonna go with your opinion on that. I think, I think uh, Vulcan should be yeah, in the spot three, three right now yeah. because it's there's a lot more going on. He was still able to do all these things within an episode that had so much going on. I mean, he's he's grown as a character without sacrificing whatever he, uh, what he is as a character. Yeah, like his his core value has not uh, faltered. Yeah. So, and then Kuga, I mean, I like him. I mean, he's a great. Guy. I do. He's a fun character. I mean, Just, I mean, know, but is he the four, best? Four writer? out of six ain't bad. Really not. And, and, and seriously, the and it's so hard to uh, pick one. It's not like any of these are bad. Yeah. You know. I mean, so many times we have to come up with. What is suck? It's yeah. so hard. It's like, Which oh, is gosh. one of the reasons why I liked. I wanted to put it in. Yeah, because you're coming up with like, something bad you don't like is hard. Yeah, you got to be critical. Like before we even did this episode, I'm sitting here like, 
you know, tapping my my. I mean, the only other thing head. I can think of, and it was a chuff. I mean, I went with the Valkyrie, but that gun in his hand. Yeah. But it was <laughs> so little, ridiculous that I it went all the way gun. back around to being awesome. It's <laughs> so hard to take seriously, but then at the same time. Uh, somebody that big holding the gun, you really, you kind of have to take it seriously because <laughs> what are you going to do? Disarm them? Yeah. <laughs> no. It's a great, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. So the next episode of Zero One, of Zero One, his passionate path of manga. Oh, <sighs> God. I swear, if we get a comic book Humagear, and he's got like horrible skin. And he's fat with like a patchy beard. Probably he's probably. he's going on the writer list. I don't care. <laughs> I, it's totally gonna be. Although it could be because many people don't know this. Mm. How um, there's one main manga artist, and then there's a bunch of uh, assistants, like inkers and shaders yeah. and piece, people like that. I mean, that's the only way that's possible for them to put out 16 yeah, pages every week, right? So it could be uh, assistance. Ooh, oh, that's so cool. Because that would totally work. Totally work. I mean, because it's so be- weird that they would be in it. No, that's going to be cool. Because that's actually, there's, there's talks about it now going on because some, some artists use digital coloring and digital, digital mm. shaders and things like that. So it would be a, I could see an um, assistant. Right. And then it would probably have a lot of the, I just hope it's not a repeat of the sushi guy where he doesn't have the heart of manga yeah no it's got to be totally different it can't just be i mean they might because of the i don't know because we never even got how people felt about anna well yeah because their job was yeah. basically <laughs> boombox blow up <laughs> but uh yeah yeah i don't want to deal with this heart of the cards sort of uh i mean it was okay for the one time and i didn't really like it anyways because it was just one of those yeah human gears aren't human and so meh. it's like but it's food. Okay. I mean, people do get passionate about food. Sure. I mean, it's, I like it's food. food is great. I love, I love to and eat. And I would be, <laughs> uh, but I'm fine with, I'm fine with food made by machines. Right. I'm also fine with, um, procedurally generated video games as long as it's done well. Right. Uh, I guess what I'm saying, and I swear I agree with you, is that we've already had the hard assed old man. We can't have him at least this soon. Yeah. Maybe 10 episodes from now, if we're still on the human gear buddy track. Yeah. We can have it again. I, I try to avoid spoilers. Uh, it's hard in the circles I run in, but I'm pretty sure that they're on to like a second arc now. Okay, cool. So cool. like 16 episodes is like, it was like 15 or 16 episodes com- completed a, a t- yeah, an arc. That, that's fair though, because you can only keep up mystery for so long without it being annoying. I mean, like I love Detective Conan, but you can only stay a, ch- a child trying to hunt down a mystery organization for so long. If uh, I think it's something along the lines of every murder happened in one day, <laughs> every every day is a new murder. Uh, he would actually be older than when he started. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's a suspension of disbelief. Ooh. It's a drug that shrinks you for Pete's sake. Right, right. Just and it, it actually go. it actually turns out he wasn't younger. It actually shrunk his body. So he's still the same age. So he's not aging. Oh, hmm. He's just stuck there. <laughs> but um. Anyways, that's a completely off topic. Right, right, right. I'm just uh, saying that, you know, there's only so long that you can keep that carrot dangling in front of your face before yeah. it's like, really, can we just, you know, please? Yeah. So, but yeah, from what I understand, it's something like 14 or 15 episodes is the first arc, and they're on to the second arc now. Okay, okay. 
I mean, I try to avoid the spoilers. I just see images and see, like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the first part well, of the second you, you get, like, news for actors and actresses yeah. and stuff like uh, that. So it, like, pops in. Yeah, I read, you know. I uh, check out the the toy. I don't yeah. buy any. Because and, and the computer just decides what ads you want to see so aggressively. The next thing you know, you know Anthony Mackie's going to be on season two of Altered Chiron or <laughs> something like that where you're like, okay, well, cool. <laughs> so, uh so that actually gives me hope that it's not going to be too long or drawn out. Mm-hmm. But that's that happens a lot in Tokusatsu. Like, the main bad guys change. Yeah. Sometimes we're, like, halfway through the show. They beat the main bad guy, and there's the bigger bad guy. Yeah. Or a secondary bad guy becomes a new bad guy. Things right. like that. Becomes an ally against a bad, fourth bad guy. You know how it is. <laughs> yes. So, uh, any final thoughts? I think we all let it all out. This is a lot to talk about in this Yeah, episode. it was a pretty I good mean, episode so much going on yeah okay well guys we're gonna wrap it up here if you have any questions or comments about the show you can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail or if you just want to give your own opinion on some of the stuff we were talking about you can hit us up on twitter at fanboy underscore opinion plus we have additional information on our website fanboyopinion.com and uh, you can listen to us for sure on spotify and hopefully on the podcatcher of your choice if we're not on it please let us know uh we'll try to get it there also, it'd really help out if you rate and review us. That being said, I hope you had a great time. I know I did. As always, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. And we'll see you all next time.